You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. I'm Courtney. I'm Allison. And we're Courtney and Allison, and this is the Double X Files, a podcast that is sometimes about the X Files. But today, it's going to be about Mothman. <laughs> Our favorite. Our favorite. Our favorite Mothman. Now, Allison. Yeah. You are a Mothman expert. Oh, am I? Yeah, I, I mean, I, can can there really be an expert? No, really, honestly. Not, not until you've met and fucked the Mothman. <laughs> I mean, have you? No, personally, no, I have not. No. It In is dreams, on my bucket list. Okay. This episode. Yeah. Mulder talks about the Mothman and says the cryptids inside this episode is or may be Mothmen. Can you just give me a quick rundown of the features of a Mothman, please? A Mothman is um, big and winged with red eyes. Uh, has like kind of like a featureless shape in most of the descriptions and quote unquote photos. Yeah. Where it's just like a big kind of like, it's hard to describe. Yeah, it is kind of like, it's just like mm, a, a, a amorphous blob. Yeah, with like things that might be wings and then like sometimes antennae and mm-hmm. all, but the red eyes are always there. Yeah. And what did the Mothman uh, look like in this episode of The X-Files? Uh, he was like an ent person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was kind of like an ent person, huh? Yeah. Well, now, was it the Mothman or was it Ponce de Leon? Oh, we are going to talk about that because <laughs> I have the same hypothesis and I'm excited to talk about it today with you, Allison. But first, uh, let's do the Netflix description, please. Okay. So we watch season five, episode four, Detour, uh, and here's the description. Agents Stone, Cipher, and Kinsley accompany Mulder and Scully to investigate the disappearances of several people in a remote region of Florida. That's their names? Yeah, Stone, Cipher, and Kinsley. I like it. I like it. Now, my big question for you, Courtney, is am I supposed to know who these two fuckers are? Yeah, they were the two agents in the car with them. No, but like I this episode made me feel like we were supposed to have met them before. Yeah, yes. You know, season 3, episode 23, uh when we go to King Cypher's birthday party and Mulder forgot a birthday present, so he actually wraps like a nice vase that he finds at the agent's house and gives it to him. Mm. Don't you remember that episode? No, I don't remember that episode. Or uh, season two, episode four, uh, when uh, when Kinsley, you know, his mom just died. And so Mulder or uh, so Scully has to like comfort him and she collects money and gets some nice flowers. Don't you remember those episodes? No, but I do remember season four, episode 13, when Skinner and Stone Cypher go shopping for giant lamps together. Right? Now I remember. Do you remember them? I yeah. remember them. It's all coming back to them. me now, just like Celine Dion says. <laughs> and and 
uh, season one, mm-hmm. episode two, when those two agents, Stone Cipher and Kin- Kingsley, Kinsley. Uh, go out with Debbie from, um, oh, shit, what, what did she do? Remember Debbie? Oh, Debbie, Debbie. The, the, the medical examiner? No, Debbie, the call girl. The, oh, the call, call girl. Yeah. The call center girl. Do you remember her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They all go out partying together. We name a lot of people Debbie, I think. I'm pretty sure her name was Debbie, right? <laughs> Deb- guess, sorry, Deborah. Deborah. There we go. Deborah. Was she? I don't remember. No idea. Will we see her again? No. Probably not. Never. <laughs> Let's start with Blockbuster. Oh, Blockbuster. Oh, Block. You know, kids, back way, way, way back in the late 90s, we had a store called Blockbuster. And you would go with your significant other and or friend and or roommate to rent a movie on <laughs> VHS and or DVD. Yeah. And you would spend about five hours in there deciding, ooh, what movie do I want to see? Mm, Space Jam? Great Mom Swap? Yeah, maybe. Mm, I don't know. And you would like... You would try, and then you pick something, and then you take your VHS back home, and then it doesn't work. And so you're at home eating glossettes by yourself (laughs) and crying. Or the person that uh, had it before you didn't rewind it because they were not kind. Those those fuckers. (laughs) Yeah, so Blockbuster, big Blockbuster. This is when they have a lot of money. They're going to just pave through western uh, Florida. Are we in the panhandle? Yeah, we're in the panhandle. Nice. Did you know? Okay, so there's a new MTV show coming out. Oh, my God, please. This is the MTV corner. Please, please report back, Allison. Of the quote, unquote, shore genre. You may be familiar with Jersey Shore. Uh, yes. If you live in the UK, you may be familiar with Geordie Shore. Um, <laughs> but I am the... not, but <laughs> go on. The new one coming out is Floribama Shore. Florabama Shore? So it is a combination of Florida and Alabama. Or I guess it's Florabama Shore. Okay. Yeah. And it is uh, just kids that live in that area, just southern teens, having southern fun teens? at the beach. Just just kicking it on the Gulf? Yeah, just on that, just kicking it on the panhandle. Oh, so is that supposed to replace like Jersey Shore? Uh, I think Jersey Shore has been gone for a while, although I'm not really sure. Okay. I assume all the people in Jersey Shore either moved on with their lives because now they have a lot of money or they're in jail for assault. Now, speaking of MTV Corner. Oh, <laughs> okay. I, I mean, I opened this door. I, I'm going to live in it. I did a little deep dive because I was curious about how the UK MTV Shore or the UK MTV shows differ to American MTV shows. Yes. They're fucking wild, Courtney. What do you mean? Like, more wild than I what watched, you've told me about? I watched an episode of this show called X on the Beach. Uh-huh. Uh, where these eight hot singles go hang out at this beach, and their exes show up one by one. <gasps> oh, like, kind of like serial killers? It, you know what? The theme of the, like, opening credits and, like, all of the editing and music is very serial killer-esque, and it's super weird. Oh, weird. But I saw one thing in this show that I've never seen in any other MTV show. Penetration? A dick. What? 
just swinging oh around. God. Just a dangle? Just a dingle dangle. And I'm like, what oh, are they allowed boy. to do in the UK that we can't do here? Oh, God. Ooh. Mmm. Oh. So I also ha- I have a question about this TV show. Yeah. So you told me that, like, one X arrives at a time. Is yeah. it, like, one per episode? It's, like, one per episode. So could you imagine if you were, like, the fifth contestant down the line, you knew what was coming, but you're trying to calculate, ooh, which X are they going to bring on? Yeah, right? And you're like, well, it's probably not the super racist one and probably <laughs> the one who, probably not the one who, it was a one night stand and probably not the one who kicked my dog, but maybe it could be the person who kicked my dog. Yeah. And you're just like, just trying to figure it out. Like if it's chill Jeff, everyone's going to have a good time. <laughs> chill Jeff, who just like, he had to go away to Europe for a couple of years. So you thought it'd be better if you just break up. Yeah. But it's like every time he comes into town, it's just like a, a good fun time. But Becky. Becky, though. Oh, girl. If Becky. Becky shows up, you're in trouble. Becky doesn't tip. Becky. It's not that Becky doesn't tip. It's that Becky doesn't believe in tipping. Oh, God. <laughs> and what's worse? She's a waitress. <laughs> How can you be a waitress and not believe in tipping? She she believes that she's better than everyone else, so she should get the tips. Yeah, like she really the other earns it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Becky's Becky. the worst. I God, that would be so nerve wracking. Thank you for joining me in MTV Corner. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure we'll visit here often. Oh yes, of course. I mean, there's going to be a new season of the challenge, uh, and it's called Champs versus Stars. Oh God. And uh, can I tell you who one of those stars is, Courtney? Okay, so, like, TV stars? Yeah, like, uh, TV stars. Well, like, reality TV stars. Okay, but what are champs? Are they, like, sports people? No, champs are people who've won the challenge. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, can you tell me who one of the stars is, Allison? Uh, it's Riff Raff. (laughs) Oh, what? Uh, it's Riff Raff. Riff Raff will be on the challenge. And if you look at the lineup of all the players and you're like, okay, okay, okay. She's a rapper. He's on MTV's Wild and Out. She's also a rapper. She's a wrestler. And Riff Raff. What are you don't look like here? anybody else here. Now, as soon as you heard it was Riff Raff, did you check his IMDb page? No. Should I? Because, well, I just like. What's he been up to lately? I don't know. We've not heard from him. You know that. Well, I mean, when was Rocky Horror? You know he's got to be up to something. So Rocky Horror was 75. Yeah. Are you telling me Riff Raff has done nothing? Courtney, I'm sorry. Are you talking about Riff Raff from Rocky Horror and not Yeah, who are you talking about? I'm talking about Richard. I'm talking about Richard O'Brien. Riff Raff, a handyman in the 1974 movie, uh, uh, the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Courtney, do you not know who Riff Raff is? <laughs> yeah, he is a handyman in the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Courtney, please. This is serious. <laughs> he, Oh, he was a voice actor in Phineas and Ferb. And he was also what? in the Ten Commandments. Okay, but mm-hmm. no, it's, it's not that Riff Raff. No? Oh, he was also in Spice World. Okay, but it's not that riffraff. But he's doing so well. I didn't realize he was doing so well. Courtney, Spice mm. World came out in the 90s. I mean, do you know he was... Courtney? Yeah? I need you to tell me <laughs> that you know who riffraff is. Um... Uh... Uh... Mm, 
Oh, he's a rapper. Yes. R- right? Yes. Okay. I know that because I just Googled. <laughs> oh, Courtney. He's at Jody High Roller on, on Twitter. Yeah, his real name's Jody. And his first tweet is, this is me when I get some new shoes. And it's, <laughs> and it's a picture. <laughs> it's a picture of two uh, stormtroopers thrusting. Um, so that's how he feels when he gets some new shoes. Courtney, Riff Raff the Rapper does. I feel like I'm doing a podcast with somebody's mom. <laughs> and also, I think we should have a new segment where you just read Riff Raff's tweets. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of this guy. I've <laughs> should I have heard about this guy? I don't. I feel like it's you know. I feel like he was common knowledge for a while there, but maybe I'm wrong. But he like, wasn't in Animal Crossing, so I guess you don't know who he is. <laughs> was he a pink uh, a, a pink alligator? Then I don't know. <laughs> Did he come to my town? Nope. I don't know. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, yeah, his tweets are. Pretty much a lot of the gif of the dancing stormtrooper. <laughs> uh, anyways, I'll I'll be sure to give you lots of updates uh, on how he does on the challenge. Okay, please, because now he's my new favorite. Because he also tweets everything in caps. Oh yeah, he's he's uh, just he's he's, out he's there. very important. He's yeah. very important. Blockbuster. Blockbuster. So. We have two guys that are, uh, what are they doing? They're surveying the land in this swampy forest, uh, a.k.a. the Pacific Northwest, um, (laughs) a.k.a. the Florida Panhandle. Uh, Which looks nothing alike. (laughs) So that they can put up up a blockbuster. Yeah. Now, this is my thought. Put up a blockbuster. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) <laughs> don't it always seem to go that it's not rewound when you get home <laughs> oh man allison <laughs> so good thank you it's so good you're a gift i don't tell you that enough oh allison yes there is one of the one of the guys he disappears yeah he gets whooped and you get a squish squish sound yeah and i very slowly in my TV room, started chanting, Mud Monster, Mud Monster, Mud Monster. And then the other guy reaches down into the mud, and then there's two red eyes, and I don't want the Mud Monster anymore, Allison. It's too much. (laughs) This episode pooked you. Oh, it pooked me so bad. It pooked me so bad. I didn't like it. (laughs) It's the red eyes. I found it very silly. Well, oh, yeah, I could see it being silly if it wasn't what most of your fears are based on. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> it's a good touche. <laughs> the makeup was a, was really good. Yeah, the special effects were okay. I mean, I, ugh. I mean, you got some of that invisible predator stuff that was kind of hokey. Yeah. But the red eye effect. Yeah, really, that was good. That was good. Really spooked me. Um, because the basis of my fears as a child was when I walked around in the woods, just like two red eyes looking back at me. And this is, that was the episode. (laughs) Just two red eyes looking at you. I was like afraid of bears when I went into the woods. Oh no, I was far too less stable than bears. (laughs) What are bears going to do? Just eat me? That's fine. Red eyes? God knows what that is. Who knows? Pick you up? Could do anything. Carry you off? Carry off, feed you to as young. 
Who knows? Okay, so it's young will eat you, just like a bear would. Yep. Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> uh, so yeah, these these couple of bog boys, they had a little little snack. <laughs> bog boys. Okay, they're cuter now. I like them. Yeah, little bog boys. I like that. I like that. They had a little snack. Yeah, they had a little snackums. Uh, and then we go, uh, we cut from there into uh, the movie version of the novel where the red fern grows <laughs> but there's only one dog and i didn't cry <laughs> uh, so a son and a father a panhandle son and father uh which i their accent was oh boy it was i don't know where it was from i do not know that it was floridian <laughs> I, I i got a i got a feeling they just took a shot at the dark and chris carter's <laughs> like yeah that sounds right that'll do it oh good people don't know what panhandling sounds like <coughs> they have a dog yeah they got a puppy as soon as i see this dog i'm like oh we're gonna have a dog death oh boy oh howdy the dog survives dog lives well thank god very good but uh they see something in the woods the dog sees a dead body as you do the son is like oh, what's going on dad and the dad's like run Run, son. He Mufasa's is what he yeah, does. Yeah, he sure does. Oh, Dad, don't be a hero, my dude. No, just get out of there. Just go. Why Why would he stay? Is he trying to be a hero? What is he trying to do? Well, I, yeah, I think he's trying to be a hero. He's like, I'm going <sighs> to figure this out. Don't be a hero. He wants his blockbuster built. <laughs> give me blockbuster or give me death. No, Mothman are going to are gonna keep me from my VHS tape of... Uh, uh, south by southwest you know what i think i think i think the mothmen and slash bog boys it's not that they don't want the blockbuster built it's yeah. just that they're trying to save everyone the effort do you think they have foresight yeah i think they're just like you know what everyone's gonna go digital like don't bother don't do it <laughs> they've seen us like transfer from like i don't know what came before vhs film film reels <laughs> eight and- tracks a tracks and laser disc and they say you know what the future you might have blu-ray and shit but there's something called netflix you guys we see it yeah it's gonna happen and just like you know what you're building this you're gonna tear it down in 10 years why bother <laughs> that's nice of the mothman yeah they're just thinking ahead <sighs> well i mean <laughs> if you have to kill a couple people i guess that's fine <laughs> allison yes Let's talk about team building seminars and exercises. Yay. 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 Have you ever been to one? No, never. I worked at a place that was very hostile because our boss was a a real bee Mm. and (laughs) had never worked in a camp or childcare before. So it was awful. It was a summer camp. So she brought in a laughter yogi. Oh, God, what? And we, together, as a staff, had a team-building seminar, which uh, was laughter yoga. That sounds horrible. It was, it was really bad. It's just, it's, 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 they force you to laugh. Yeah. Oh, like uh, like in Final Fantasy X. Yeah, yeah. like oh. in Final Fantasy X, the, the video game. Yes. Featuring Riff Raff? No, I feel like you're really not getting my references today. <laughs> uh, the good news is I have com- a computer right here, and I can just... I mean, I could ask you, 
Uh, but I could just type out Final Fantasy Laughter and see what pops up. Do you know what makes like a great podcast? What? <laughs> just like when you listen to people Google things. Oh, uh, it's just porn, Allison. What? It's porn. I got porn. Oh. What did you do? I I don't know. That should It's tickle People porn. People have some weird fetishes. Allison is tickle porn. Oh my god. What? No. Yep. I guess well, when you I'm put not fantasy Googling... and laugh together. Oh, you know what? I forgot the final. <laughs> Awful. Well, I'm not Googling again for this episode. I've learned my lesson. <laughs> So I never did any, like, team building exercises for an adult workplace. Yes. Um, but I did them a lot as a kid at conferences. Um, what kind of conferences did kids I was go in, to? I was in a very special program. Ah, uh, mm, a special program, huh? Uh-huh. It was for kids who are spectacularly smart and also spectacularly awkward. So you had to be <laughs> one of those two things to get in. Guess I which love one. how. Let me let me key you into the uh, spectacularly smart clubs or groups. The school did that or does that because they don't know what to do with you. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, because kids kids are dumb, and so when you have a kid who's sentient, even just a little bit, everyone gets real weird. Oh, that was me. And what did you do at this conference? Uh, we had to like build contraptions and we played Stella Stella Ola in giant circles. And uh, we ha- I know we had to do one thing where it was like we um, had to build an egg launcher. Uh-huh. Like a catapult, basically. Okay. That would- so it's just like science camp. Yeah, kind of. It was called I Touch the Earth. Ooh, weird. Yep. 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 My brother was a uh he had been in the in the same program and so he was a counselor there for a couple oh my years. God. And how um, was that power dynamic? Oh, for me, it was very bad. Yeah. Um because okay. he had this thing where he when he was in high school looked a little like Hitler? Uh-huh. On purpose? No. Or... Just the oh. way he looked. Mm. Um and so that was the nickname that people gave to him. Uh, Lil Hitler? That was the one they gave to me. Wait, you were Lil Hitler? Because he was Hitler. What the fuck? So that was what, that's what they called me. Holy shit. You never told me about this. No. Why would I? It's awful. It's awful. (laughs) That, I hope that, like that, oh my god. Kids are awful. Oh yeah. Oh, not just kids. Like that was, that was the other counselors. That was people his age calling oh me that. Oh, my God. How old was he? Oh, he would have been in, like, grade 10 or 11, I think. Uh, later on, off air, you're going to have to send me pictures, please. Of my brother? Yes. Okay, I need to I don't, see this. I'll have to do that at Christmas when I'm home, though. I don't have any on me. No, no, no. When Yeah, when, when he was little. When he was yeah. little. Oh, my God. That's awful. <sighs> so that's my horrifying secret for the episode. Thanks. I'm going to pack that away and forget about it. (laughs) Just like you've done. Just like I've done. (laughs) Mulder has horrible hemorrhoids. Yes. Very bad hemorrhoids. Been there. 
It's a yearly tradition to coincide with the FBI's team building seminar. Uh, but this time, I guess he's uh, he's been okay. He's been eating his fiber because uh, he's going on a team building exercise with two very uh, jovial agents. And we know their names, and they've been in like seventeen other episodes. Totally, right? we're they're like they've got like a whole rich storyline. Um, sure the worst do. part about this team building exercise uh, weekend is that you're not allowed to say the word "but." <laughs> so I guess you just have to say "munch," <laughs> right? Yeah, but then people think you're talking about homicide life on the street. <laughs> I get that reference because it because it was the last episode. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. I'm trying to play to my audience. You. <laughs> Me. <laughs> Not our listeners. No, this isn't for them. <laughs> so Mulder's not so happy, but he is happy when he gets to a roadblock. Yeah. Because then he gets to jump out and fuck around. <laughs> oh, this is like... My favorite classic Mulder part. He goes by a wife who is crying and worried. Mm -hmm. And he's like, and the wife is like, hey, my husband, he was a hero. He tried to be a hero. And now he's probably dead, uh, dead, but no one's talking to me. And maybe there's a dead body. Can you find out what's going on? And Mulder says, yes, I'll find out who's in charge. And then he just like walks into the forest. Oh, my God. You're right. I didn't even think about that. But he never like... He doesn't get back to her until, like, the middle of no. the night. Yeah. <laughs> Does he even think to go talk to her again? And she just, like, she watches him walk by, like, I don't know, four officers who he could have talked to. Uh, <laughs> but no, he just, like, walks through the forest. What an okay. asshole. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Peace. We have the other two agents complaining that they're going to be late for the wine and cheese reception. Hey, I feel that. Love a good charcuts. Right? Yeah. It's very, very good. Then we meet Michelle. Oh, Michelle. Oh, Michelle, my belle. Oh, Michelle. Hello, Hello search and... She's like chief search and rescue officer lady? I, I don't know, I guess. Oh, but she is. I love her. Michelle is magic. Yeah, she is very, very magic. Uh, what is she? She's just kind of running down Mulder what is happening, correct? Yeah, he's like, hey, what's going on here? I'm FBI. And she's like, well, you shouldn't be here. And he's like, well, I am. What's going on? And she just kind of tells him everything. It's really weird. Yeah, he doesn't even flash her the badge. He's like, sucks to be you. I'm in your biz now. This is me. Hello. Deal I'm with it. i show up in suspects' houses just randomly. Yeah, God, I can't, like, I can't get over how weird that was, that move. It was really weird. So he gets the, the deets from Michelle and yes. then goes back to the motel because he's like, I'm staying here. I'm not going to this stupid thing. And Skelly brings him some wine and cheese. Uh, it's a very nice gesture. And they do a little bit of uh, best friend platonic flirting. Um, yeah. Did you did you get the line about like FBI rules? Yeah. Did you that, hear about that? Male that? agents and female agents, quote unquote, cannot uh, fraternize in a single hotel room. Which they've done a million times. Well, I guess, you know what? Skinner made that rule up. Oh, because he was right? jealous? No, well, also, doesn't say anything about uh, two grown men. <laughs> no, it does not. <laughs> fraternizing with wine and cheese in a hotel room. Just getting all fraternizing. So he could bill that to the FBI. Like, 
Mulder and his romantic rendezvous, he just bills it. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't you? <laughs> I would. Yeah. <laughs> my kinky so- sex meetups with my boss? For sure. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I mean, you're yeah. going to spend at least five minutes talking about the office, right? Yeah, so Am I right? It. The dog. This yeah. This is the nighttime scary dog situation. Yeah, I can imagine you didn't like this. Oh, I didn't like this. So, uh, one of the reasons why I would like a dog in my house is to bark at things that are scary. <laughs> uh, so, I know that even though it's invisible, there's something there, and oh, so God. I should panic. Okay, okay. That's <laughs> what this okay, dog but does. But you know, you know some dogs just bark at everything, right? No, no, no. They, bar- they bark at ghosts and ghouls. No, sometimes if you get a dog that has, like, anxiety problems, uh-huh. like we have. Well, because they can see, then they have, like, sixth sense, man. They see they more see ghosts than every other dog. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, yep, that makes yeah. sense. That makes sense. Good. I, uh, I buy out. it. Good. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Anyway, Please. this dog sees something outside. <laughs> a ghost, perhaps. A, well, a, a ghoul or ghost or a mothman, maybe. Maybe this is, you know, his. he's attuned to Mothman. <laughs> yeah. And so the lady lets him outside and the dog runs off. And then the dog's scared to go back inside the house. Yeah. Which is uh, my problem. Number one. Number two, the door is locked from the inside, which is problem number three. And the little boy wakes up. It goes into the dark hallway and then sees the two red eyes. And I now personally will never uh, go to the bathroom alone in the middle of the night. My husband is going to be woken up every single night from now mm, until probably January because that scared the shit out of me. Please tell your husband that I'm sorry. (laughs) You know what? The X-Files isn't sorry. It was the X-Files fault. Yeah, that's true. It's not sorry at all. It was really creepy, hey? That was really good. Yeah, and now this is where the, um, this is the first point in the episode where I was like, oh, Mark Snow, you minx. <laughs> I wasn't really paying attention. What was he up to? This, it was this very, episode. well, prior to this music starting up, I think Mulder had said the word primitive two or three times. Oh, no. So it was really just like, get those woodwinds going. Ooh. Just really plunky little... But it wasn't vaguely ethnic, ethnic, right? Um, it's hard to say. <laughs> I feel like everything Mark Snow does is vaguely ethnic. Great. I guess you know what? What ethnicity is are bog boys? I don't well, know. Apparently, Spanish conquistadors. <laughs> We're gonna talk about it. It's gonna be so good, Allison. Okay. Uh, so this is when. Mulder just decides to how did Mulder get whoa wait how did Mulder get in the house she was already inside by the time he got there I think oh what oh because the little boy had let her in and then he just fucking shows up at the house like in the middle of the night for no fucking reason it's so weird hey I checked on who was in charge of the search her name is Michelle she's a babe thought (laughs) you should ought to know you asked okay bye bye I gotta get some wine and cheese (laughs) oh boy so i guess is he just okay so now Mulder's inserted inserted himself into this and he but he's like is he getting paid for this 
Oh, absolutely not. No. Okay. <laughs> but he's okay. getting paid to go to the conference. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, like, what about the motel situation? What do you think about that? Oh, he's going to write it off. <sighs> anyway. So this is, uh, this is the point, right, at which they decide, fuck it, let's just go into the woods. Yeah, let's just search ourselves for people. Michelle, Mulder, Scully, and a new boy. A tech boy. Tech boy. Local tech <laughs> head. Is also a very good boy. And he uses infrared heaty vision it's very good yeah and that okay so michelle gives him this whole speech about like if you get lost just holler your cell phones won't work here it's so easy to get lost like you got to be really careful yeah and then then... later later on (laughs) they're so they're walking around and then michelle disappears yeah and um uh Tech Boy's like, where'd she go? And Scully's like, I don't know. And Tech Boy says, you can't just disappear out here. (laughs) And I feel like we just got an entire speech to the effect that, yes, you definitely can. And yes, why did you separate yourselves? Yeah. So they see two, they see two Mothmans, Bog Boys. And then so the ladies go to one side and the guys go to the other. And it's like, hey, guys, no, that's not. Stop it. That's. That's a- and then Mulder's like, oh, they're dividing and conquering. Yes, these bog boys have read Sun Tzu and the <laughs> Art of War. They're versed in it. Well, that's his whole shtick is that they like they have this like primitive hunting ability and they know what they're supposed to like, how to separate people and take out the strongest. Yeah, but like, I, I mean, I'm not a scientist, but I'm going to say that even as hunter-gatherers, we didn't do that. Humans weren't doing that, Oh, right? no. We definitely would have taken out the weakest first. Yeah, the weakest sickly baby with mange. We're going to eat that. Mm, yum, yum, yum. Well, not to eat. No? Humans Why were... Why not? Uh, well, because that's not really part of, uh, like, prehistoric life when it comes to humans. There are certain groups that uh, engaged in cannibalism, but not the majority of prehistoric population. I meant like a deer or something, man. Not like another human. Oh, God. I thought you were talking about eating a baby with mange. No. No. No, 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 no. Just like a deer. Okay, well, you really really got me there. I thought you were talking about just eating babies. Or a dinosaur. Okay, well, there's a problem with that. (laughs) Oh, no, no, no. I saw the Flintstones. I know what's up. Do you know what's so weird? They mention... The Flintstones in this episode, Courtney. Yeah. And yeah, last I know. night, last night as I was trying to go to sleep, all I could think about is when they put that giant rack of ribs on top of the Flintstones car and it tips over. I gotta tell you, as a very fat child, I thought about that. Uh, uh, just seeing that 20 second scene over and over again, <laughs> like a vine in my head. And all I wanted to do is eat ribs as a child, but I was perpetually disappointed because they were never big genuinely that's like i could not get that to stop playing in my mind and then this episode happens and i'm like what is going on so uh yeah let's let's get there let's because i have that question so uh Mulder is saying this is these creatures are pushing back against development and i'm suddenly cheering for them now yeah uh, because fuck blockbuster go and And Mothman. Uh, Wait, what? I said go Mothman. Oh, go Mothman. Yes. Uh, And they lose Tech Head. 
boy. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so now Mulder and Scully are deep within the woods trying to start a fire, etc., etc. Now, Mulder got roughed up, right? Yeah, he got attacked a little bit. Yeah, but he's okay? Uh, he seems okay. I mean, he's doing a lot of flirting. Yeah, let's talk about this. This is not so good. So, uh, he says that in order to keep warm, they need to get naked together in a sleeping bag. He does say that, yes. This is sexual harassment. Friends. Maybe if they had gone to the team building conference, there would have been a session on that. You, I want to think that like this wasn't a team building exercise. Mulder was actually needed to go to a, a like a sexual harassment seminar. Like he needed to log those hours, and he never does because obviously, <laughs> you don't talk about your to this to your coworker. Oh God, and yeah. well, okay. And I hear a thousand X-Files fans screaming, oh, they're just flirting. They like each other. uh, Are you saying that, like, Scully is asking for sexual harassment? Whoa, okay. (laughs) That's, but no, honestly, because they're going to say, people who say this is not, oh, this is just them having fun and this and that, right? Mm -hmm. Are you saying, like, Scully deserves a man telling her that he wants to sleep naked with her. Like, does she deserve that? No. Well, of course. I know. That's what I'm saying. But that's what X-Files fans are going to say to us because they like to complain when we hate on a Scully-Mulder quote-unquote relationship that is incredibly unhealthy and filled with sexual harassment. I just tried to look at this scene through the lens of, like, they're best friends. I still wouldn't want my male-bodied best friend to look at me and say, hey, let's get naked in this sleeping bag. I'll keep you warm with my dick. Like, I don't want that. No, that's not especially pleasant. I don't even want that from my husband. (laughs) Okay, well, that's (laughs) that's a different problem. (laughs) It's a different podcast. (laughs) Anyway, that's the sexual harassment part that made me very upset. The other part that made me upset is Mulder talking to Scully about Mothman. Why? You like Mothman. Well, no. He says, like, Mothman were eating sheep and shit. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah. That happened. No, it didn't happen. They just scared some teens and made a bridge fall down. I mean, that's some some classic stuff. Right? Classic Mothman. Mothman If I was a Mothman, that's all I would be doing. Scaring teens? And making bridges fall down. If I was any cryptid ever, that's the only thing I would do. (laughs) I feel like, your teens, I scared them. Your bridges, I made them fall down. Deal with it. I'm here to stay. A check and a check. (laughs) Yeah, he was talking about how in West Virginia, there were Mothman sightings and like livestock went disappearing and shit. Yeah, because now Point Pleasant, West Virginia is like the epicenter of mothman times yeah uh, and that's where the big statue is yeah the statue with the good butt yes the good good butt <laughs> people don't get a picture from the behind of the statue but if you turn around guys ooh, it's so good i think you can see it if you go on uh, google google maps yes it's up on my desktop right now nice it reminds me that i'm mortal <laughs> 
Fair. One of the questions that Mulder asks Scully, other than the sexual harassment filled ones, is, are you a Betty or a Wilma? Yeah. I don't get where this came from. Do you understand? Uh, No, I think he just wants to work in like primitive quote unquote peoples. By talking about, like, what happened to the Flintstones? Because that's what this whole conversation just boils down to. Is like, remember the Flintstones? What happened to them? Oh, they're in the trees hunting us. I guess. Yeah. So I have a question for you. Uh-huh. Are you a Betty or Wilma? Um, I'm the, I'm, I'm Dino. <laughs> Good answer. Or I'm, I'm the, the bird, I'm the bird that says, it's a living. <laughs> yeah, that is totally you. So Mulder and Scully, they make it through the night. Yes. Uh, and then Scully goes hunting for berries, and she falls in a hole. Yeah. <laughs> Great. A like, body hole. Scully, first of all, Scully looking for berries just means she's going to shit herself to death. Oh, yeah. That's, that's not, I don't know how much natural training you have uh, uh, as an FBI agent, but you don't know which berries to eat. No. Most berries are going to be shit berries. <laughs> And she does fall into, as she calls it, some sort of network. It's like a Mothman, Bog Boy team building seminar down there with a bunch of bodies. I call it a body hole. Yep. body. Hey, you got to have yourself a good body hole, right? Yeah. You got to have a body hole. Where are you going to put all those bodies? (laughs) Got to get some storage going on. So uh, Mulder drops the gun down because one of the creatures are also down with Scully. And then he decides, oh, why not? I'll just go down there too. It's a party. I thought the other guy pushed him in the hole. Oh, did he? I don't remember. Yeah, because there was something coming towards him through the forest. And then he I thought the either hole. he jumped and was scared or or that that makes more sense. Anyway, they're in the hole. Yeah. And they shoot the bog boy real good. Yeah. And it's very sad. And suddenly, our heroes, the other two agents from the car, come and look for them. And they find them. a whole bunch of people, yeah. It's really wild. Now, I do want to point out something. Before Mulder and Skelly were rescued, it looked, hey, Allison, Uh it looked like they were piling up the bodies. They were. As some sort of ladder mound. Uh, I suspect they were, yes. Oh, God. Jesus. It was, it, again, it's pretty wild. They did a lot of crime scene tampering. Yeah, they did. They sure did. Like, they're they're saying, hey, we got a lot of injured people down here, and we're using them to climb up so we can survive, and we're going to leave them down there. Good Bye, luck. see ya. Bye. Now, let's go yeah. to your favorite assumption of this episode. Okay, please. One and or more of the Bog Boys were, in fact, Ponce de Leon. Yes. Please explain. Okay, so there is a big tree cross-section on an information board in the park. And at the beginning of the episode, um, Kingsley and Whitechapel... uh, I know that's not her name, but I don't remember it. That sounds Um, good enough. Okay, they go over to the this big piece of wood, and they're like, oh, wow, this tree was here before even Ponce de Leon came. And then at the end of the episode, Mulder's like, I heard you say that, and you know what? It made me think. Maybe those people were Ponce de Leon. <laughs> we had two Ponces de Leons, and they found the Fountain of Youth, apparently. And uh-huh. all along, Allison... 
the monsters are colonialism. <laughs> the real okay, monster a- is colonialism. That's a good take. I like that. Yeah. I mean, that's what I got out of it, really. But also, who would have thought that the Fountain of Youth was in the Florida Panhandle? Well, that's what he where he went to go look for it, right? Oh, really? I don't know yeah, much yeah, yeah. about that that history. I'm gonna there. say it was mo- it's mostly a myth. I oh, is my it? in my gut, I want to say it's one of those things like how people say that the Earth people thought the Earth was flat and shit. You know, it just it sounds good in a kindergarten or like grade three t- history textbook, but in in actuality, people are smarter than that. Are you saying no one ever actually thought the Earth was flat? I thought a lot uh, the the frequency in which people insisted that historical figures believe that the Earth was flat in terms of like Christopher Columbus age. Uh, uh-huh. it is is largely false, yes. Oh, okay, interesting. In fact, I want to say that more people believe the Earth was flat today than they did back in Christopher Columbus's time. Oh, that's interesting. I mean, yeah. didn't they put a guy in jail, though? What? For, for saying that it wasn't flat? They put a guy in jail for saying it wasn't flat? Yeah, you know, the, who's the guy that discovered that it was round? <laughs> I mean... Galileo? Galileo? No, he, well, he did other shit. They didn't put him, they didn't, like, screw him up because he said, ah, the earth is round, and everyone thought he was, Oh, he was just, like, like, also an asshole. I think he was also, like, they considered him a heretic, et cetera, et cetera. Not specifically for earth stuff, uh, but for just general. Though I could be, count, you know, talking out of my ass, but I know. Well, you're a history teacher, so I would hope not. (laughs) No, I know, I know, like, I mean, people knew fucking ancient Egyptians and, like, like all ancient Arabic civilizations knew the Earth was round. Like, we fucking cast a round shadow during an eclipse. Like, people got it. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Okay. Like, people knew. Interesting. People Uh, knew. Yeah. Yeah, that's largely. Yeah, go on. Oh, I was just going to say, anyways, it was colonialism all along. Yeah, it was colonial. Well, I mean, that's I mean, that's a hot take, right? Yeah. Also, there could be a second Ponce in the room with Scully to finish her off. And there was. It was under the bed, and now I don't want to sleep in hotel rooms. Oh, I'm sorry, bud. Well, next time I go to a hotel room, I'm going to... I have to... My new thing now is to check the corners of the bed and along the sides of the bed for bed bugs. Mm -hmm. And also look underneath... uh, Also, ooh, uh, to see if there was any new paint on the walls or ceiling or new carpet squares that were being replaced because that probably means someone died in there and they painted over the blood. That's the second thing I look for. Okay. And the third thing I look for uh, is now Mothman under my bed. Do you want to just, you should probably just get like a uh, a black light. I do not want to do that. (laughs) Ooh, I do not want to do that. Courtney, you know hotel rooms? Oh god, Courtney! There's come really everywhere. I don't, <laughs> I don't it's want everywhere. Like I'm already up to tertiary like alert levels: bed bugs, blood stains, and and bog boys. I don't want to add come the three to bees. <laughs> when I go in a hotel room, check my check my three bees: bed bugs, blood stains, bog boys. We're clear. <laughs> come stains? I don't know. Don't want to know. 
<laughs> There's no C, just the three Bs. That's all I care about. <laughs> anyway, that oh, was spooky. Courtney. It was yeah, let's, let's rate this bitch. I rate on a spooky scale. Five is I'm not going to sleep at night. One is that I am going to have a good nap. I'm going to rate this a 4.5 because I know tonight if I have to pee, oh boy. <laughs> like I already look for like faces in the dark and like giant glowing red eyes. I'm already scared shitless of that shit. So now it's just feeding into my fears and neuroses. So thank oh. you, X-Files. Oh, Courtney. Yup. Uh, I rate on a rage scale. It goes from one, which means this is a great episode, it's wonderful, it's well written, to Excelsis Day, which is the worst episode that we have watched. Uh, I'm going to give this a six. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like, what? I think feel like I co-opted it because I was like, I was buying into this. Is it just that it was stupid? Yeah, it's just kind of like a goofy, dopey episode. I appreciate that. Like, it wasn't that, that bad, but it wasn't no. that great. No, no. I do appreciate... The Ponce de Leon stuff was stupid. Yeah, it had uh, some... It also had some major pacing problems, I think. Yeah. And uh, some... I It felt at the end like they were trying to like answer questions that they had left in the plot, so... <laughs> the writer's like, oh, God, we... Oh, shit, we have to clean this up. How? We have five well, more minutes. When, like, Mulder talks to someone about, like... Oh, I forget. Someone... I forget who it was, but someone asked Mulder, like, uh, why... Why did the why did it come to the house? Why did it go in that lady's house instead of just staying in the woods? And it's like, okay, well, if you needed to ask that question at the end of the episode, then you don't think you did a very good job of writing, do you? Because they put up a parking lot, guys. Listen, the oh, counting crows. Courtney, you're gonna get me started again, <laughs> Courtney. That's not the counting crows. What? Who is they did it? A cover of it. It's Joey what? Mitchell. Damn. Was it also Riff Raff? Big yellow taxi. Oh man, can you imagine? Oh, can you I imagine can't. if Riff Raff I oh, can't, did a cover I of Big Yellow Taxi? Listen, I don't even know what his oh, voice sounds like. Oh, don't it always seem to go, my friend? <laughs> I know God, what his voice sounds good. like in Twitter because yes. it's all capitals. But, well, I uh, encourage you to go listen to a Riff Raff song after this. I'm gonna do it. I'll do it. <laughs> What's your favorite? I've I have not listened to any of them. I just think oh you need to. oh okay. I think you need the full experience. I'll find uh, one or two of my favorites, and I'll send them your way then. Perfect. We'll share them on uh, on our Twitter as well. Oh, for sure. Okay, I think it's time for a personal X-File. Yeah, give me one. Come and tell us, dude, about the spooky thing that happened to you. Because we'll never tell you that we don't believe you. Unless we get abducted, we will never leave you. We want to hear about your personal X-File. Gonna give it to you so good. Okay. Uh, first, I do want to send you this article because of the picture, Allison. Okay, please. Uh, it's, uh, mm, may I say it is, uh, very good. <laughs> there we go. Thank you. I don't know if you guys have guessed, but Courtney and I are not recording together today. We are in separate houses. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this looks like a drawing that could be on the X-Files. Isn't that a very good drawing? I like it very much, but it really demonstrates what I was saying about the Mothman is just it's very like very bold Blobular. shape. Yeah. I also like how the, the 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 drawing that we're looking at it is like a, a a kind of a bulbous human shape with no neck, and it has eyes labeled and wings labeled. The wings yeah. are like two Dorito chips. They sure are. It's great. I love it. We'll put, you know what? We should put up our favorite pictures of Mothman because I just love oh, these yes, fucking pictures. Oh, yes, please. There's so much and good the- Mothman fan art out there. <laughs> Ooh, cool. 
Allison. Yeah. You know how Mothman does. He scares teens and fucking destroys bridges, right? I know how he does. Well, he's back, baby. Yes. And better than ever, <laughs> Mothman has been witnessed in Chicago, the oh Windy my God. City. Chai Town, baby. He's back. <laughs> now, here's the thing. Uh, this is an article from MysteriousUniverse.org, so it's mm. a .org, so you know it's good. Oh, yeah. Uh, Chicago's current Mothman flap, a warning, says expert, because apparently when Mothmen show up, it is a, uh, something's going to go down. Okay, Something's going to okay. go real, real down. So the, the uh, where was, uh, in West Virginia, the original um, sighting? Uh, Point Pleasant. Yeah, so the Point Pleasant uh, bridge collapse. Yep. Uh, people said that there were Mothman sightings during 9 11. Uh, there oh. were Mothman sightings during, uh, 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 before the meltdown of the nuclear plant in Russia. Apparently. So he's a, he's a harbinger. He it, Or he just fucks, like, he just scares teens or he's and fucks shit it. up. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? We don't know. I haven't talked to him. So you're saying Mothman did Chernobyl? Uh huh. Okay. And nine cool. eleven, okay. <laughs> there has been fifteen sightings, Allison. Damn, in Chicago in two thousand seventeen, they are all grouped very close together. The spread is very toit. <laughs> so let's talk about some of these sightings, okay? Please. Uh so uh, there is an interview. Uh, the most recent uh, incident, June 3rd, occurred in Lincoln Park area around 10 o'clock p.m. local time. The couple, who wishes to remain anonymous, just finished a late-night dinner and were out for a walk when they saw a strange being. According to report, and this is a quote from the sighting uh, uh, people, it was a 7 to 8 foot solid black humanoid with wide membrane wings that remember resembled those of a huge bat the wingspan was at least 12 feet oh my god head was prominent and thinner than a human oh weird thinner than a human head okay cool the back end oh ooh, the back end of the body was tapered at a point Oh, that's weird. What that ass do though? <laughs> no legs were noticed, but could have been tucked up underneath the body. The figure was gliding quickly across the length of the street, heading east. Then suddenly ascended into the night sky. Neither heard a sound. Both witnesses told the reporter that they felt a sense of foreboding Ooh. and were still terrified. Almost an hour after the encounter, this is another case. A truck driver, March twenty second. His name is Billy Bance. <laughs> it looked like a flying Batmobile. Okay. <laughs> okay, Billy I Bance. Sitting, <laughs> I was sitting in my trailer, semi-trailer around noon. I saw it gliding and not too fast, no sound. I saw that it was not a drone. It was the size of a large car. It climbed higher and turned twice. I can tell you that it glided just like a bird. Like a Batmobile bird? Okay. <laughs> it went straight up and I lost it in the clouds. So there's people who are doing pictures. But one of the things, Allison, mm-hmm. I've noticed that a lot of these people are on dates. Oh, really? At night. These witnesses. Mothman's up to no good. He's scaring teens again. Yeah. Teens on dates. 
Mothman, I guess he just he's having a hard time finding love, so he thinks that no one else should be happy. Chicago teens, watch out! If you go on a date, the Mothman's gonna get you. The Mothman's gonna get you. And also, hey, you live in Chicago right now? Do you got some bridges? I don't know. I'd stay off of them. Yeah, just keep away from them. You got a nuclear power plant? Watch out! Got some tall towers? Don't go there! Mothman's coming! Mothman's gonna do whatever. Though I think Mothman, um, he's done bridges, he's done nuclear power plants, he's done twin towers. I think he's gonna turn to something new. What do you think you it know is? Where, you know, I think it's the sewer system. Oh, shit! Massive backups across Chicago. Massive backups. I'm is talking about just, the poopy kind. Is he just making fatbergs or what? Oh, God. I just think he's gonna plug up, like, tunnels, like, poop tunnels, and I think it's just, like, going to come all sloughing out out of t- people's toilets all across Chi-Town. And it, it's just going to be awful. You know Allison's what? You just going to be awful. You got to give him props for originality, though. I think that, I mean, he has time. What else is he going to do with his time? Yeah, totally. He's got two things. Scaring teens, ripping shit apart. Might as well do it right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we're going to, because we love the Mothman, we're going to, um, post that article and probably some other ones up on our facebook page it's time allison Uh for predictions anything could happen based on a name anything could happen when you're playing the prediction game tell me courtney what's it gonna be a way to dredge up all of your childhood anxiety uh, let's uh, recount our points. I'm sitting at a half point right now. Uh-huh. Allison, I believe you have a full point. Oh, that's awesome. Because you last time predicted that this would take place in a podunk town. Yeah. I don't think this is podunk. I don't think no? it's podunk. No. Okay. But I do think you did guess cryptid in the, in the, in the woods. Uh, so I'm going to give you a half point for that. Nice. Okay. Give me that. Give me that name. Allison. Uh, season five, episode five, Courtney. The title is The Postmodern Prometheus. Mm. So it's a Frankenstein's monster. I think that would be the case based on the name. Yes. Okay. Am I am I allowed to get a gimme point for that? Um Or yeah. if not, if not, then that's fine. That's fine. I can I can kind of think of something else. No, I'll give you a half point if it is, in fact, a Frankenstein monster, because we have been misled before vis-a-vis the Jersey Devil. Ooh, that's true. Okay, if it's an actual, like, reconstituted human being brought back to life. Yeah. That's how we are going to... So, if not, then I don't get a point. Yeah, I think that's fair. Okay. Um... I think this is going to be, and I have a feeling that we are going... We've started the first couple episodes were kind of heavy and i feel we're going into like a kooky vince or uh, who's our uh darren morgan hole yeah. i feel like we're gonna go into a, a kooky darren morgan hole okay. uh, not saying that this is a darren morgan episode but i think it's gonna get a little weird i think i remember this episode too as a kid and oh, it really? stuck out to me yeah so i think this is a town that enjoys its Universal Studios Monsters movies. Okay, okay. Or or maybe a group of people, or maybe a couple kids. So you think it's going to be kind of self-referential? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, 
I want to say it's like a group of kids or like even a group of doctors. They want to recreate the universal movie monsters. Okay. So in this town is fucking the Dracula man and also the creature from the Black Lagoon and a werewolf. So they're just and all also, hanging out. Uh, yeah, Frankenstein. So they're all they're all kind of like weird. They've been weird scienced. Ooh. So they've been created. Okay. So what do you want your other half point to be? Classic movie monster references? No, that's too easy. That's too. I mean, hey, you know what? You said cryptids and Podunk Town. So if you want to give me this, give me. I'll take it. Okay. If it's heavily yeah. referential towards classic movie monsters. Okay. Yay! And an actual legitimate. Frankenstein. Humunculus of dead A legitimate. Flesh. You know, if it's a legitimate Frankenstein. A legit. <laughs> if it's a legitimate Frankenstein, I'm be super excited. Um, cool. And okay. not just not just Ray Romano's dad dressed up as Frankenstein with Gene Wilder. <laughs> he was good. already in an episode, right? Yeah, he was. We did predictions. We yep. did uh, 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 other stuff. Now we're finished, right? Yeah, let's let's tell the good people how they can find us and talk to us. Hey, good people, you can email us at doublexfilespodcast at gmail.com. We've been getting some good emails, uh, some uh, <laughs> emails just talking about how much they enjoy or maybe not enjoy our humor. So we oh, appreciate no. those. Uh, <laughs> no, all it's mostly positive, Allison. Don't you worry. Okay. Though someone... Uh, one of our space cadets, Gibby, did complain that we missed a really good joke, and uh, I'm Aww. kicking myself for it. Yeah. Well, hey, thanks for pointing that out. I appreciate Sorry, Gibby. to know we could be a little bit more funny. We'll try yeah, harder we next be, time. Yeah, we could be on our toes a little more. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I do get a couple people talking about how much Mulder and Scully love each other, so I delete those because um, <laughs> I do not care. <laughs> Excellent. If you really want to trick me, you can put Mulder X Skinner in the headline, and then I'll read whatever you want. That's okay. That's a good trick. That's a good trick. Um, yeah. So you can email us at Double X Files Podcast to tell us uh, all our faults, and um, you can <laughs> also. Don't. We're very fragile. <laughs> you can tweet at us at Double X Files. That's double spelled out D O U B L E. Um, on Facebook, we're Double X Files. On Instagram, we're Double X Files, and on Tumblr, we are Fuck Yeah Double X Files. Um, yeah, so come come find us, come seek us out, come talk to us and tell us, you know, your theories for season 11 or if there's something spooky yeah. going on in your neighborhood. If there's um, something strange in your neighborhood. Who are you going to call? No one. You email us about it. And we're not going to do anything. We're just going to talk about it on our podcast. Yeah, that's that would be. I don't want you calling me. That would be a little bit too much. Please. Yes. Thank you. Allison. Yep. I miss you. I miss you. <laughs> But you know what? We'll always has, have Tuesdays, yes. Allison. We'll always Tuesdays. have Tuesdays at noon. Oh, boy. Well, until next Tuesday, the truth, truth is, is out, out there. there. All right. I miss <laughs> bog boys. I love bog boys. I love them so much. <laughs> <laughs>